Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Late Night Leos. My name is Morgan. I'll be your host tonight. Tonight's episode is number 62 with Dave Sims of Gecko World Exotics. How are you doing tonight, Dave? Good. Um, um, how about you, Morgan? I'm I'm doing really good. So why don't we just go ahead and jump into how you got started in reptiles and, you know, what sparked your uh, inspiration to work with leopard geckos? Okay. Well, it's kind of a funny story. Uh, when I was six, the show called uh, Monster Bug Wars came on uh, Discovery. And then as a kid, you know, seeing bugs, like, oh, I want to do that. So I told my mom, hey, um, hey, it's about 3 o'clock right now. Let's go to uh, PetSmart. So then we go to PetSmart, and then, and then, and then we asked the people, like, hey, um, hey, you know, uh, uh, do you have any like tarantulas or anything? And they said no, but um, um but um, um, but um, this place called uh, I'll get an alley does. So then, but but by then it, they were closed. So the next day after school, she takes me to alligator alley. We go there, and like you know, like there's like an alligator in the tank, like spiders everywhere, and then the guy opens up a container with like a uh, scorpion in it. So then, I'll, so then I give my mom a look, and they're like, oh, okay. So then we leave, but on the way out, we see these geckos, which, you know, are now leopard geckos. It's like, ooh, that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. She's like, yeah. So then we leave, and then the next day, it's my birthday. And then she's like, Porter, um, um, basically, do you want a spider or a gecko? I was like, I want a gecko. So we go to um, PetSmart. We get my first gecko, which I named Charlie. We took her home. After we took her home, she threw up her food from, you know, the transmission, and we were all freaked out yeah. and stuff. And then after that, we caught, and, you know, everything was worked out. And then her first shed, because, you know, it's, 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 it's my first gecko, so I didn't know that, you know, they shed. So, you know, like, half of my was white, and, like, I was freaked out. And we called Petster, and they're like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm like, okay. So then when I turned seven, I was like, hey, it needs a buddy. And my, and my, and my mom's like, yeah. So we go to Petster, get another gecko. They're put together, but, you know, as I got older, we didn't separate them with, with you know, knowing more information about geckos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I got my first breeder male when I was 10 from a expo I got and then I got a female breeder from like I think it was I think it was Steve like his high yellow stuff that we got so mm-hmm. I put those together I got I think I got 10 eggs from her not including any, any of my other geckos I bred together and then I hatched 3 of the 10 successfully and okay. I then I kept about I kept all three, I sold off two, uh, and then I still have one now that I have back when I was ten. And then, and then after that, this kind of grew from there. Um, I would watch videos on YouTube from like Matt, um, from um, from his like stuff. Like mm-hmm. the thing that always sparked me was his black pearls, because you know, I mean, it's a full black gecko. So then, or well, almost full black. So then, you know, I, I used to always want one of those. But then, I mean, after a while, you know. Whenever, like, I think it was about a year after he stopped making videos, I kind of stopped in being interested in his black pearls. And then I'm on the website, and then I'm looking at stuff, and then John's purple heads come up, which, I mean, those things mm-hmm. are just outstanding, the orange, the purple, all that. So then I'm on his website, and then, but, I mean, you know, this, this this was back when I saw what a, a really cool purple head looked like. But this, I bought a male tangerine tramper from its purple Headlines, but you know, just you yeah. know, it's 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 a purple head, so I just had to get that. 
gosh, I got that one for Christmas, and it came in mid-January. I got that. I was super excited for that. And then I saw some more purple head stuff pop out on his website. So I got a 2.2 group of those. I sold off the... I, I sold off one male purple head, so now I have a 1.2 group of those. My The male purple head, he's, he's not as nice as, as I want to be, so he's not really in my um, projects, but but the two females I have, they're still getting weight, and then eventually, probably later this year, they'll be putting my blood, possible head trim for male to, to get some crazy stuff out of that. And then after that, I then got back into the, the Black Pearls from John. I bought a 1.2 one male black pearl max black pearl possible head pattern list, a female black pearl max snow, and then another female black pearl max snow from him. I sent off one black pearl max snow female to uh, Rory Adam LM Geckos to to um, get two two mom two mom purple heads back from her. I still have that that female black pearl max snow that I got originally. And then after that, I then that's how I kind of, from the, the Black Pearl stuff, that's how I kind of got myself into starting Yikos with Angela and her Black Knight stuff that um, that was she hatched. I bought an F1 male and female, and then the female died. So then now I still have that F1 male who is going to be paired to a Black Knight female I'm getting from Roy uh, from Europe later this year to hopefully get some cool babies because I'm trying to get the best potential of that Black Knight uh, cross male from Angela. And that's that's kind nice. of really now we're here. Wow, you're really hitting it hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, just, you know, when they call it interest, though, so I saved up. With my birthday money and you know and you know other stuff that I got, bought certain animals, sold other animals, used that money to buy more animals, and now I'm trying to fully downsize my collection to just black pearls, black knights, and then a few purple heads here and there. Nice, nice. And how old are you now? I am 14 as of now. Wow, so you're like hitting it hard right off the. <laughs> Right at the beginning of your life. Yeah, that's like, uh, you know, Ron and Steve started out real young, too, and a lot of the, the bigger breeders. So that's a – you got a pretty good head start. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, I really just try to downsize. I then in the future, I can have more room for these kind of projects that I'm doing now. Yeah, definitely. So our, our co-host is here, so let's go ahead and bring on Jeff Scott. Jeff, how are you doing tonight? Oh, hanging in there. Wow, they fourteen years old, the kids got it going on. I know. Gecko pimp, man. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, that's Dave's got it going on. So Dave we do have some questions from uh Facebook. Uh what brand okay. of paper towels do you use? Uh uh, I think I use bounty. <laughs> Uh, I know some, so the ones that I have, like my hatching racks, I'm just tear one off and just fit in there perfectly. But some paper towels, they're like a little bit large, so they're out to fold them in. I don't know what brand that mm-hmm. is, but I, I I know Bounty's pretty consistent with the size range for my hatching racks. And then 
and then the ones that are that are my um, booter racks, I use like I think about three for those. So Bounty's probably my favorite uh, paper towel company to use for geckos. Right on, right on. And uh, what do you feed your feeders? Uh, originally I got pet stores, crickets, and then and then I fed them off. But now I'm getting the dubia. I get water crystals for my um, expos from 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 you know bugs uh, companies, and then the dubia I feed them their um, grub chow, and then occasionally I throw in some carrots here and there for them to eat on. And outside of that, that's really it. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I like the dubias, but I'm a little freaked out about roaches. And where I'm at, they can uh, survive in my house. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's not good. Yeah. Uh, what do you say, Jeff? Oh no, I'm just, I'm just kind of listening in. I, speaking of feeding the feeders, I was just putting carrots in my uh, mealworms, superworms, and dubia, <laughs> even as we speak. <laughs> so, Dave, what kind of uh, brand of calcium and vitamins do you use, and do you use vitamin with or without D3? Uh, last I checked, I'm pretty sure I used D3 in my calcium, but I off check. Um, what I do is I'll get two calcium brands, and then I'll mm-hmm. and then I'll use one brand, but then I'll add in a little mixture of the other brands to like see which one they like. And most of my geckos kind of click to like just like one brand instead of a mixture of both. But then what I'm noticing is that some of the babies that I hatched off that like aren't really getting attached to, like, the calcium-eating dish, I'll mix in a yeah. little bit of, an, of, like, another calcium brand, and then they'll go to that, and then they'll try to kind of get them off of the two brands and then just have them on one. Right on. And uh, how often do you feed and clean? Uh, I'm, 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 I try to do it once, I try to do it twice every two weeks. And then I feed, I'll say about probably three out of the five, depending on what season I'm in. Like now, for breeding season, I feed a lot more mm-hmm. off to my breeders and to the babies. But then, like in like the winter and stuff, and like the early spring, I'll feed them probably twice a week. But like leave the then but for that but for the twice a week, I'll feed off mealworms and not dubia, so that then they can last in the dish a little bit longer, and then. And, but then going into breeding season, I'll then add in more food to their to the um, cycle when I feed them, and then I'll clean a lot more often. Right on. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty pretty good routine you've got going on. And uh, since we're on the topic of hatchlings, what kind of incubator do you use, and how do you incubate? Do you just go in the perlite, or do you use a suspension method? I use the perlite stuff. They actually... For the like the light boxes, I use like uh, um, cocoa fiber, and then I then mm-hmm. move those eggs into the uh, perlite. Because of the incubator, I have it's a um, the, oh my god, what's the company? A Zoomed incubator, and then I keep my oh. at, at an eighty-five. Actually, mm-hmm. hang on, let me check. I'm I'm following Zoomed. Hang on, I'm pretty sure it, it is a Zoomed. If it's not, then it is. 
So yeah, it's the Zoomad um Ruptee uh baiter. Oh, right on. So it's like a pancake style one. Kinda like the hover baiter but just with a plastic top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right on. That's cool. I'll try to switch over and to I, the um to the uh like the more modern incubator, but my eggs don't the 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 method that I use for this incubator I have now that doesn't work the same as the one I use I I try to use for the more modern incubator. So I I just stick to the mm-hmm. old style incubator. Right on. And what type what rack system do you use and what brand? Uh, I use I use a five rack throwing. 28 quarts wide uh, um, rack system that holds five per each, and then my hatch mm-hmm. rack system holds eight six quart tubs for my ba- for my hatching hatchlings. But I I can't I don't think I have the name off the top of my head. Uh, it's, okay. it's I buy mine from a from a custom made person who builds them. Here in Oklahoma, so so then that's how I get mine from my rack systems. It's it's about like a big store name, uh, uh, rack make rack company. Like AP or Herptastic. Yeah. Or... Yeah, yeah. I don't like 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 um, sea I I just get mine custom made from oh. somebody in Oklahoma. Right on. And uh, what are your future goals with your? Uh, the Black Knight and the Purple Head. Are you planning on trying to cross those and maybe get some Purple Head coming out on the Black Knight? Uh, well, my goal was the Purple Head was to create a full Purple Gecko, um, and then the Black uh-huh. Knight is, is just to continue on with like the trying to get darker, darker um, animals. So hopefully, adding on this pure female will have to mean some more darker um, offspring, and then the Purple Head stuff. Personally, I haven't really thought of adding that into the Black Knight, but I I, I was I could personally see myself adding that into it if I just get rid of the orange color, because I'm afraid that the orange and the black together wouldn't make it as eye appealing as I prefer it to be, like the purple and the black together. So maybe yeah. like when 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 they I can hatch more purple on the purple head, then then that would be when I'll add it into my Black Knight stuff. Now those are just two different projects. I am trying to add the Black Pearl into the, the Black Knight eventually, though. Right on. Yeah, that should make some really cool, really cool stuff with the Black Pearl and the Black Knight together. Is, isn't that yeah. purple head? Isn't that a shrimp albino stuff or head shrimper? Uh, all of mine I have a possible head head shrimper from John. Uh. John's purple head stuff, I think, came from Juan and his projects. Because it all tried whenever Juan, I mean, whenever John was just hatching out orange animals that had purples on them. And then now yeah. he's now lined with into, you know, di- different stuff now. But um, all of my purple heads are possible head or heads of Trimper. Yeah, that's that's what hmm. I thought. They're, they're, cool. I know John had a bunch of them posted, I don't know, through the years or whatever. I always kind of been looking at those going, yeah, those are neat. <laughs> yeah. I don't have none of them so, yet. <laughs> yeah, you got to get that, Jeff. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got a full schedule here. 
<laughs> I don't know. You could cross it into your white and yellow. Sounds like a project to me. Oh, that would look cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dave, who do you sell to, and do you use any uh, marketing techniques like, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Craigslist, stuff like that? Uh, Most of my people I sell to are just, like, people who would buy geckos normally from other people. Uh, I also sell to, like, not so, but, like, I've traded some of my geckos off to other breeders. And then I sent, mm-hmm. I think, 10 geckos off to Sassy Scales, Aaron and Lisa, because they were low on um, just, like, show animals to sell. So I sold some off some of my, like, um, like lower-end morphs to them. And then right I, I've, I use Facebook mostly to get my animals across. I have an Instagram. I use that, but I don't really post it. I don't really post as much on my Instagram as I do on my Facebook, I post, like, like different things on my Instagram, like, my new things I got. Like, I got a female nerdister black eye from Emily at a colored reptile, so I posted on there, but I, but I'm a, but I'm a, but I haven't posted it on my Facebook yet, because I am, because I have people who follow me on my Facebook, so I'm trying to get away until I actually get it in my hands, and then post about that. Yeah. But then I use Facebook mostly, and then I sell through Facebook. I don't really have, like, a Craigslist or my own website or anything like that. Okay. So you've got the the NDBE project also coming in. Yes. I had a male, but my male, he's he's not as consistent with breeding as I wanted him to be. So he's he's not, like, more more or less my uh, very pricey pet. You could say, yeah. but then my female coming in. Even though m- most females aren't very, then we lay eggs at all, or if they do, it's like maybe like one or two here or there. But my goal yeah. is because Barry, who with with some only tangs, he said that you know, you know, he said some females that lay zero eggs, and he has some females that lay twenty five eggs in a season. So it's just you know, kind of like a hit or miss with the nurturer female. If she does lay good eggs. That'd be great if she doesn't. I mean, you know, it, it'd be cool to have a, you know, a, a, a cool pet uh, with me as well. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, we also had another question: uh, What breeders do you respect, and what breeders have helped you along your journey? Uh, I'll say, Tessie goes at the beginning when I first got started. That's where I bought a lot of animals from. And then I'll probably say John at Gekaboa. I like his animals a lot, and, like, he's helped me through a lot of different stuff. Angela over at Don Gecko's, she's a good breeder who I respect a lot, who I talk to her about different things. Like, that's like my um, getting my uh, paperwork done for my um, animals coming from Europe. I asked her about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Then Brenda at Fire and Ice Geckos, I talked to them about different stuff. And then Lloyd Mitchell at uh, LM. Uh, geckos. I talked to her about again different stuff like that. But those those part of my those part of my people I I talk to the most on um Facebook, and then I have yeah. people who I talk to. Um, but but man, those, those are the people who I talk to the most about different projects here and there. Who who I was and who I recommend anybody to buy from. And then Steve, of course. I mean he's 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 a guy you know. Who's been doing this multiple years? Who spent a lot of money in getting facilities 
to done to be able to breed and sell all all the animals he does have. So Steve is a guy who I don't really talk yeah. to, but just him in general as a person, I respect him, and you know, I would I would also say that he's a, a breeder who I would trust and buy animals from. Yeah, yeah, Steve is great. I have purchased many, many times from him. Yeah, I've got a lot of Steve stuff. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of everybody's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody has like at least a few geckos from Steve. Yeah, they all all come. <laughs> basically, they all came from certain places, and then. Everybody mixed and matched everywhere and came up with cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right on. So, uh, Dave, do you have any advice for new people coming into the hobby, especially, like, younger people like yourself that, you know, maybe uh, older breeders, you know, I, there's a lot of times when they're just like, oh, he's just a kid, you know. Do you ever get that a lot, and do you have any advice for new breeders that are younger coming into the hobby? Uh, I mean, for me, I, I had at least 20 pet only geckos before I started to breed. So if you do want to breed, I'd say get, your, get yourself, get yourself uh, like a few, like maybe one or two, a male and a female from like a good source. I mean, you know, I mean, they can just be high yellows, pet for a trimp or whatever, but, you know, just mm-hmm. make sure that they're from a good breeder and also and also a small amount of geckos. So that then when you hatch eggs, you aren't trying to find room for them. Uh, yeah. yeah. Really, like the the age thing, it it kind of came in when I was it it was, it was an issue during like the Joe Hupp auction and all that stuff. That's when it got yeah. out of the lot. So I was I was bidding on stuff and all that stuff. Outside of that, it kind of, I mean, I don't really get, the, the people who I'm friends with on Facebook, they don't really say anything like that. The Chad Ramsey at, uh, at a reptiles gives me a hard time, but I mean, I still respect him as a breeder. Like, I'm not against Chad at all. I mean, but, you know, just certain, certain things like that, they kind of get on my skin, but I, you know, live my life. So I know Chad, at, at, at the end of the day, is a good person by heart and doesn't mean anything bad by it. Yeah. Right on. No, I I know that uh, sometimes I get people want to to purchase animals from me, and um, I know a, a legal contract uh, where they got to be 18 years old. So I just got to get parents' permission, and um, yeah, I always I always worry about the repercussions. <laughs> yeah, well, like, for me, like, animals I get, like, I, like, I'm like, hey, mom, I'm going to get this animal, this animal. She's like, okay, just, you know, give me the money you do have for it. I'm like, okay. And then I'll, t- and I'll, I'll talk, and then I'll talk to John or Angela, those kind of people who I talk to and buy some. And they're like, okay. And then I get the animal and it comes in, you know, that, that following week or whatever, like that. Yeah, that's, that's cool, cool, though. I, I know when I was your age, I was, um, I was uh, playing with reptiles, not leopard geckos, but um, anything else I could get my hands on. We're, we're talking the well, 70s. You know, <laughs> back, back when Jeff was a kid, there were dinosaurs that were running around. It wasn't that. Yeah, we did. 
<laughs> Trading T Rexes for brontosauruses and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Shipping was a pain. <laughs> oh yeah, huh. that's funny. <laughs> no, I I think it's cool, man. The, yeah. There's a lot worse things that you know a youngster could be involved with, you know, than than reptiles. I know it, it kept me out of trouble yeah. for a number of years. I'll say reptiles oh, yeah. are probably my drug addic- uh, addiction when it comes to things. You know, I mean, I oh, look yeah. at John's website sometimes, and then I'll see like, like why not? He has his killer, killer pure tangerine male he has. I'm like, ugh, I want it. But I'm like, well, if you really think about Porter, you just want it because it looks nice, not because you are going to really do anything with it at, at the end of the day. So then I, I've gotten better at, at just buying geckos compared to actually needing geckos than why I used to be. Uh, but I will say that there are some animals that John posts I, I have to get. And then other animals yeah. I want to get, but I... I try to ease myself and, you know, not buy them. Yeah. I know that feeling. <laughs> Start shaking after you look at some of the sites. Oh, I need that one. Ah! <laughs> 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 ETs and withdrawals. <laughs> yeah, go through withdrawals from geckos. <laughs> so, Dave, are there any, uh, what are your biggest likes and dislikes about the leopard gecko hobby and community? Uh, I would say probably one of my biggest dislikes in the community is how people, because it's like, it's like new beginners, some of my people, like just like people who like, I'll be going on Facebook and, you know, they'll have a, a, like a baby on sand or something. And like, you know, some comments are helpful and then other comments are just, you know, people just going off on the person like, oh, sand is bad for them and all this kind of stuff. But for me, I yeah. try to say all that kind of stuff. I mean, like, I have no need to debate with somebody about gecko health because I know what's supposed to be, you know. I mean, at the, I mean, I can't, I can't make somebody believe in something that you know they don't want to believe. But I mean, that's probably the the big thing I dislike about the community. And then a thing I really like are how are like these new morphs that came out, and you know, people from across the world just post these outstanding, you know, bolts or amelines or tangerines. And then I also like how people are just, like, more helpful now than what they used to be uh, back yeah. in, like, old Facebook groups. Um, I will say that I think the biggest thing that kind of brought the community together was with the lemon frost issue and how, you know, people were just losing money from that and how, and how it's like, John's posted a lot about his um, his his uh, animals that he had to, you know, send off to AMM University somewhere to, you know, get tests on them uh, for their tumors mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I, I think that that yeah. brought the community together a lot. And also while I'm also learning more about how a lot of new people who are, like, you know, making these not more like new projects post about them on Facebook instead of, like, on, like, the um, – like like a a website like like among uh, gecko forms or whatever like uh like among this page called among ultimate geckos he took the black knight stuff but then he took it to another direction so now it's the carbon line of of um, black knight and it's like black knight's like that's still like original normal look to them but just extremely darker 
So it's not it's mm-hmm. not the pitch blackness like War has, but it's like it's it's they're dark, but they still have that normal look to them in their animals. So I'm I want to get some of those out of my project. I talked to John about it. John said that he would definitely, if he wanted to, would get some of those into his project. So I mean, you know, to me, if John says it's the real deal. I mean, it's probably the real deal, because you know John. John, yeah. John takes his test for over his animals that he does get very seriously. So for him to be able to say, "I would get that animal if if I wanted to," just like easily saying that, that shows that like you know it's not just a like a joking morph. Like it's a real, it's real morph. Yeah. What it's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that's it's neat how you see different, um, oh, different lines come up, like the the black eyed tangerine, nor whatever those are, <laughs> the mandarin black eyed <laughs> tangerines, and you'll see different yeah. um, people uh, basically line breed them, and then uh, you you can tell a distinct difference from this person's to that person's. Um, yeah, it's that's kind of the cool thing about it. Yeah, yeah, that's the noir bizarre black eyes that you're talking about. That fancy tangerine yeah. thing. <laughs> I will say that um, there are not everybody. There are some people who have crossed the those animals like eclipses, and then yeah. I've seen some people so. Nerdister, Tangerine's head eclipse, a possible head eclipse, knowing that it carries two eye strains together, but I mean, to them, oh, okay, it's two eye strains. I mean, to them, it, people, it's, it's mainly, yeah, people I don't, I don't, do that. I don't understand the whole logic behind that except for um, testing. Yeah, um, well, like, yeah. like Fran, not, but I mean, I, Fran's a great breeder. Like, I mean, like, I, I expect Fran as a breeder. But like oh, yeah, he's, he's been around a long time. You know, time. he, yeah, I'm like he's, but like he's listed some head, uh, head of a nerdosaurus and also head marbleized, like five, uh-huh. five something. And to me, it's like you know, I mean, they're they carry two different eye strains, like make them yeah. like a yeah. pet only, or you know, like you know, something along those lines. So then you know, people are saying five, five something for an animal that that you know they would be hated on for breeding. Because it, you know, carries two different eye strains. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get the reason behind all of that. I, it's not something I would do. I mean, I don't, I don't judge people for that. Um, I don't want I none mean, of those like, animals. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you know, you might as well put Eclipse, uh, Marble Eye, Blizzard, and make a super snow out of them too. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I, I wouldn't do it, but teach his own. Yeah. And what do you, what do they do with all the uh, byproduct animals? You know, before uh, they get, <laughs> yeah. You know, I know they wholesale them or or whatever, but uh, it'd be hard to keep track of them all. Well, you know, possible head eclipse, possible head marble eye, and then you know, it's, it's a visual. Nor is or. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. Well, they, they get sent to Malaysia and Japan yeah. 
and Indonesia. Yeah. That's yeah. Where the, I, I remember uh, on uh, Gecko Land Radio, Matt was talking about how test, he already test bred all the Eclipse, because that was a big thing back then, was Marble Eyes being Eclipse. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he tested hundreds of those. And then, then the big thing was, okay, everybody's buying geckos from Matt. Where are those Marble Eye he- for uh, Eclipse? And so he had to tell everybody, oh, don't worry, they're, they're all the way on the other side of the world, and they're not coming back. So it's, I mean, that's just a part of uh, being a big breeder and testing animals. I mean, every time a big breeder, you know, I talk to a lot of big breeders, and they always say if they buy new animals, they test it against everything. So you know that Mm -hmm. there's just a huge mess of stuff out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, whenever uh, Steve was, you know, doing his, um, uh, his mom, uh, uh, oh, my God, what's the name? Fox, um, up in the first frost. name. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, those, I mean, like, he, yeah, those, I, I, I completely blank, but, like, for those, like, you know, he caused those to different eye projects, like, all the ones that he sold were, you know, either had pattern list or had blizzard, those stuff, like, this, this, he, he didn't list any the public that were head eclipse or head marble eye, those kind of stuff. Because, I mean, with those, mm-hmm. you got to keep them back as pet only. It's always send them off to, you know, pe- um, to, you know, the Europe countries. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's probably a niche for certain people that um, want to mix them. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kind of a Frankenbreeder. Franken <laughs> the the Frankenbreeder. So, I mean, lemon, lemon frost and any other eye pigment, you should be able to see the difference because lemon frost is dominant, you know, and Eclipse and uh, all the others would be uh, recessive. recessive. So it would be interesting to see what what it would look like with A that crazy milky like, yeah. eye. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine the crazy milky eye in a marble eye with, like, that 3D marbling effect? Yeah, no, yeah, that's, like, I, that's kind of the first like thing the... I thought when I seen them. It's like, man, it kind of looks like marble eye. You know, yeah. from, from Matt's old, you know, and he used to post pictures of the marble eye a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The one marble eye cross that I haven't seen, I think it is a rainwater marble eye or a bell albino marble eye. But because I, I was talking to Miles who bought some pures from John, and, like, and when we were talking, he was like, yeah, like, I met now it it's either the rainwater albino the bell albino to the marble that that um that um hasn't been done yet so according to miles mm-hmm. he might try to do that but like but you know this 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 was i think tenly last year we were talking about it so maybe now his whole ideas have changed but that thing we were talking about it he, he was like yeah one of those hasn't been done yet like oh okay you know like you know keep me up there on that but back to the um back to the um, lemon frost stuff i mean because it's a co-dominant morph with the lemon frost, technically speaking, if you did, you know, hatch a visual eclipse to a lemon frost, I mean, you know, it's easy to tell what's an eclipse and, you know, what's a, a um, what's a um, lemon frost because the eyes look, look totally different. So for that kind yeah. of concept of, of the eye stuff, I'll be okay with, like, you know, breeding those. And personally, if it happened one, I'll probably buy one of those. But, like, the dark... Eyes, like dark eye morphs that 
that, yeah. that hatch out and you have no idea which one is which, those are the ones that I'd be iffy about. Like the marble eye, it's a dark eye pigment, and then the Nerdicer is also a dark eye pigment. So you couldn't really tell which is which. And then the Eclipse, dark eye pigment, to marble eye or to Nerdicer, you can't really tell the difference between those. Like a white eye to a black eye, you can really tell what the difference is between the lemon frost or the marble eye or, you know, those kind of stuff. Well, yeah. I know with the Eclipse, you're going to get different um, uh, variations. You know, you get solid yeah. eyes, eye, partial, clear eye. <laughs> uh-huh. It's, it's kind of uh, not really stable. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right thing. Yeah. But, yeah, but then, like, the safest eye combos would be the, um, would be the um, super snow to the lemon frost. Because you know all yeah. those have black eyes, black. it's not it, it's not it's on eye pigment, you know, really yet. So yeah, a couple, those... couple of years ago when I seen Steve at um, uh, Sacramento show and he showed me a couple of the the lemon frost, oh. I asked him if he put super snow into them yet. And it, at that time, it hadn't been done yet. I don't I don't know if anybody has now. But... Yeah. Or. If well, he's got will. the uh, white and yellow Max Snow Lemon Frost that he sold to somebody, so I'm sure it's coming. Those are nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're real nice. As long as they don't tumor up or... I, I, I don't know, I read all the, the stuff that John posted, all the, the papers and everything on that, and it's... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, yeah. It looks really? pretty serious. I just <laughs> think that it was really Steve's fault for the tumors. Like, yes, you probably had some that did have tumors and tell anybody about them. But, I mean, for me, you know, if it's a co-dominant morph and, 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 you know, you are the founder of it, you would want to cross those together before, you know, anybody else can. So oh, I yeah. think that, you know. Yeah. Just to find I mean, out like, what they are, you know. Yeah. You, so, just to find out if there's a super form or, you know, and then you're going to cross it to subs subspecies yeah. to see if it's, it's a like, dominant or... Not, not to take anything away from um, the gourmet rodent or anything, but I mean, it's, it's just like really like, you know, pe- people were b- uh, lashing out at Steve, but I mean, at the end of the day, Steve couldn't really and like, Steve was a person who probably didn't tell people about it, but you know, Steve Steve got the animals from somebody else who had who, who could have yeah. done the causes together to get that. But then exactly. for me, for me, when, like yeah. I was commenting on you know, folks like, oh, oh, um, like, um, like, it's like all this male that's across the three wild types, which is which as John calls it, it's his vanilla projects. So I got a male, and then Barry posted a photo of his tremper lemon frost, and I commented, you know, here's my super and all that stuff, and, I, and then you know, people were commenting like, like, oh, like, oh, mom, like, oh, mom, that 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 can't be happening yet. I'm like, well, what if it does? And then they're like, well, we're like, you know, two years down the line, you know, it would have popped out. So then, you know, the next day, I, I mean, it's like, I, I was pretty sure that it's, it, it's a co-dominant morph, but I mean, you know, no, no, nobody's hatched out a super form of it yet. So there's no way from how, from how genetics work that half the babies will come out to be normals and half would be lemon frost without it being a co-dominant morph. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, like, eventually, you know, I mean, people got, not, I would say people got over, but people it, people were able to realize the fact that, you know, 
a morph that was all hype and now it's gone downhill. But I mean, like people yeah. are not more. I was not not accustomed, but I would say people are more open to the fact that Steve didn't really have much to do with how the with how the project ended. Yeah. Yeah, and well, I mean, maybe in Steve's defense, he didn't notice tumors because you got to remember that when we had Steve on. He talked about how he just, you know, he runs around with his little stickers picking which ones he wants to keep. So he's got yeah. he's taking care of his geckos. I mean, he may not have seen any that died. They might have just got thrown out. And yeah, maybe like he didn't the, have any. Yeah. Cause like the tumors, they don't pop up when they hatch. I mean, they pop out, pop up a, a few months down from when yeah, they're, later, you know, adults on, yeah. or, or, or juveniles. So like it's hard to tell. Yeah. Oh, that's a tumor gecko. That's a tumor gecko. That's a tumor gecko. Attaching because they all look the same. But it's when they're all like at thirty grams, forty grams and above when the tumors are start to pop out or they show up then. Yeah, and I know it's really bad to say, but I mean, for how many years have we been saying don't buy anything from gourmet rodents? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no offense to teach girl, but like they aren't. They aren't a a a gecko focused store. I mean, you know, he's cause like you know, whenever I think it was your show, he came on and then and, and then you know his wife or, or like whoever was like, hey, come here. It's the geckos. He's like, oh, oh, oh. I mean, you know, they're just the geckos. You know, I, I'll be there when I, when I go around there. Because you know, he was. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's the gourmet rodents. Rodents were what he bred for his snakes. He didn't be one for his reptiles, for yeah. his geckos. So they his, were his geckos were yeah. his, geckos. yeah. Mm. They were the pet stores and all that stuff. Yeah, they just want a big head count. Yeah. yeah. But, hey, guys, we're, we're going to get cut off. Hey, Dave, we're getting cut off in a couple of minutes, so I do want to say thank you guys for coming on, and thank you, okay, J.D. Yeah. Morley, for all the great questions, and... I definitely want to get you on later on this year and find out what's going on with your Black Pearl, Black Knight, and Purple Head stuff, okay? Okay. Yeah, definitely. All right. Keep an eye on this guy. Yeah, and thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Jeff, for coming on. And everybody, check out a Gecko World Exotics. And that's GW Exotics on Instagram, right? Yeah. i got to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So thank, thank you guys for calling in, and I will see you all next time. All right, thank Uh, you. Thank you, everybody.